what's better in life than a bottle of wine, great food, and an amazing conversation? My name is Kate Sullivan, and I am the host of To Dine For. I'm a journalist, a foodie, a traveler with an appetite for the stories of people who are hungry for more. Dreamers, visionaries, artists, those who hustle hard in the direction they love. I travel with them to their favorite restaurant to hear how they did it. This show is a toast to them and their American dream. Thank you to the sponsors of To Dine For The Podcast, American National and Spiritless. To Dine For The Podcast is brought to you by American National, offering a broad suite of insurance solutions to protect what matters most to you. For 115 years, American National has remained committed to helping people and communities make a real difference in their lives. American National supports great local community organizations led by the kind of people you hear about on To Dine For, people who are inspired to make a difference and inspire others in return. American National's philosophy is helping where it's needed helps us all. For a description of the American National companies, the products they write, and the states in which they're licensed, visit americannational.com dine. Spiritless supports the conscientious cocktailer who wants to live fully but drink differently. Their signature Kentucky 74 is a distilled non-alcoholic spirit for your favorite bourbon cocktails. It's zero alcohol zero guilt, and just 15 calories per serving. Whether you go completely spiritless or go halfsies with a foolproof bourbon to lower the ABV in your cocktail, you can get your bottle today at spiritless.com. Use promo code TODINEFOR to get free shipping. You're listening to To Dine For, the podcast. I'm Kate Sullivan. Join me as we meet the world's most innovative and brilliant minds at their favorite restaurant. On today's episode is the legendary TV producer and writer, Norman Lear. Go, go, go has become a negative, and I don't view it as a negative. When something is over, over, and we're on to next. Norman Lear isn't just an icon. He isn't just a legend or the godfather of the American sitcom. Norman Lear is a national treasure, a comedy writer and TV producer whose career is as long and as fruitful as anyone walking this earth. From the iconic character of Archie Bunker, to the recent Netflix show One Day at a Time, Norman can't stop and won't stop producing television that simultaneously makes us laugh and think. Today we're in West Hollywood at Crossroads to learn how it all began and what's next for this living legend. Today I'm in Los Angeles, California, on my way to interview the legendary Norman Lear. At 95 years young, he's chosen a vegan restaurant as one of his absolute favorites, so today, I'm having what he's having. It is so wonderful to meet you. I understand you had breakfast not too long ago. I had breakfast not too long ago. That doesn't mean I can't have a bite to eat. Exactly. Exactly. And I said, no one will understand more than a television producer that we need to get Norman eating. (laughs) Norman is taking me inside one of his favorite spots. So this is Crossroads. So this is Crossroads. Crossroads restaurant in the heart of the Beverly Grove neighborhood of Los Angeles. Crossroads is proud to say their menu is one where vegans and meat eaters can share a delicious meal. With a menu that features a unique take on dishes like chicken and waffles, crab cakes and burgers, most guests don't even realize they're eating vegan. We make fresh pastas, pizzas, salads, things that are very familiar, and it's kind of cool because most of our guests aren't even vegetarian. On the menu today is a refreshing chilled asparagus soup, 
and a kale Caesar salad. Uh, Norman's favorite salad is the kale Caesar salad, and, and we cut it very thin. That's the trick. But the big surprise, a crispy Milanese made entirely without meat. My favorite kind of food is what I'm eating now. I love eating. It's fitting that Norman would take me to a place called Crossroads. We call it Crossroads because people from all walks of life come here. Everyone gets together and they can enjoy a meal here no matter what their dietary preference is. It seems like the perfect chance to sit down and hear the 95 years worth of stories that brought him to this very moment. Tell me a little bit about your upbringing and how it shaped who you are now. Well, the first thing that occurs to me, I was nine years old when my father was arrested and served three years, went to prison. Arrested for? Uh, for attempting to sell some fake bonds or something. And he went to uh, Oklahoma, Tulsa, Oklahoma. When your dad, at my, when I was a little guy, mm-hmm. was flying to Tulsa, Oklahoma, you were a big deal. Yeah. My dad flying to Tulsa, Oklahoma. And he was going to bring me back a 10-gallon hat. Uh, he brought me back a reasonable amount of pain instead. He stepped off the plane and there were cops waiting for him. Two nights later, my mother uh, was selling the French. She couldn't live there anymore. She was too full of shame. We were uh, broke, totally broke. And. Uh, so she was selling the furniture a couple of nights later. My father had a red leather chair, sitting in that red leather chair with him, watching the Friday night fights from Madison Square Garden. That was my piece of heaven. Mm. She was selling the chair that night. My father was, had, was taken away. And the guy that was buying it sees me standing there, and my eyes puts his hand on my shoulder and says, there, there, Norman, you're the man of the house now. Men of the house don't cry. But I knew then a horse's ass when I saw one. (laughs) And it might have been there that my future, in terms of what I chose to do as it developed, was born. Why do you say that? In what way? Because I knew that was a terrible, funny story. I saw the foolishness of the human condition in it. Even at that, nine? That grown man could look at this child in that situation and tell him he's the man of the house now. And is that how you think about everything since nine? That you always see the humor in it? I do see the humor in it, yeah. yeah. So you... you I, I remember a... a a funeral. It was a very sad funeral. Uh, relative of my friend. Anyway, his mom was standing in front of me as the casket was being lowered, and she had to scratch her ass, and she did. And as terrible as the situation was, it was not unfunny. Right. It was not unfunny. <laughs> So that's a gift, isn't it? It really is a gift to be able to see the humor. I like to think so. (laughs) 
Seeing the humor in everyday life is his superpower. He is the man behind America's most beloved television shows. All in the Family, Sanford and Son, One Day at a Time, The Jeffersons, Good Times, and then there's Maude. They were the shows that shaped Hollywood in the 1970s and held a mirror to the faces of people everywhere. Today, I get to take a trip down memory lane with the man who changed the face of television forever. Okay, so do you mind if we start eating this chilled asparagus soup? You know, there has never been a menu ever that I have seen that said pea soup that I didn't order the pea soup. Really? You love pea soup and that much? And this looks more like pea soup than asparagus soup, so I've... It's a good day. I'm in heaven. It's a good day. It's a good day. You are not vegan or you are vegan? Are we at a I'm, restaurant? I'm not, I'm not vegan. No. You're not vegan. You just love the food here. I'm disposed to caring, and so I pay attention to vegan, but I'm not vegan. And so, you know, it's really interesting. One of the reasons why I wanted to do this show is I really believe that food connects everyone. And I think some of the greatest moments in life are over food. And sometimes it doesn't matter what the heck you're eating. It's who you're eating with and what you're talking about. Totally agree. And I just don't think life gets any better than that. You know, it, life is about moments. It's about making moments. This is great. And it's about pea soup or asparagus soup. Yes, you call asparagus and I'll call it pea. Wonderful. Tomato, tomato. You know you're naturally funny. You know this at the age of nine. But how do you get to the position of being a comedy writer in Hollywood? No, I didn't know that I was funny so much as I saw the humor and the, and the foolishness in the human condition. You didn't know you could then I make could, others I, laugh. I could comment on it and make others laugh. I didn't think I was funny. Hmm. And I, this I, is? I, it's the kale Caesar salad with a chicken bolognese. Wow, that looks delicious. Enjoy. Fantastic. Yes, Thank you. Wow. Should we slurp? I'm going to slurp. Me too. It's almost unbelievable to think that one man is behind a cast of characters that plays out like a who's who in American television history. They were the lovable characters we all welcomed into our homes every week. Whether we were moving on up with George and Wheezy, waiting for the big one with Fred Sanford, or keeping our head above water with Florida and James. Norman Lear's stories were about real people dealing with real issues, and they changed the way we looked at our neighbors by tackling topics like race, class, and feminism. Nothing was off limits because, as Norman puts it, they were stories based in truth, and it all began with a man we'd love to hate, Archie Bunker. What do you think made All in the Family so wildly successful? Starts with brilliant performers. A good script, yes. Interesting script, yes. But brilliant performers. I must have seen, I started uh, auditioning in New York. I must have seen, oh, I got a funny little story to tell too. I must have seen 30, 40 actors in New York. And I was coming to LA. I thought maybe Mickey Rooney could do it. Mickey Rooney. The Mick said, <laughs> no, they're going to kill you in the streets. But when Carol O'Connor, having read the script, walked in and sat down just like this across the desk, and he read one page, before he got off the first page, I was chilled and ready to cry. You and knew. 
happened. And, and what is so amazing about such a moment, it isn't like I had some idea as to uh, that would be an Archie Bunker. Right. I had no idea in the world. Suddenly, a guy put on everything that Archie had to wear. <laughs> so Carol O'Connor became life. Archie Bunker. He brought him to life. Oh, yes. We'll have more from our delicious meal in just a minute. But first, thank you to our sponsors. To Dine For the podcast is brought to you by American National, offering a broad suite of insurance solutions to protect what matters most to you. There's a funny thing about most insurance commercials, whether they feature lizards or birds or funny cartoon characters. It seems like they want you to think about anything but insurance. American National, on the other hand, has real local agents who get to know you so they can help you reach better decisions about your insurance to make sure you're protecting what matters most to you. American National agents are part of your community. They're your neighbors. So whether it's solutions for your home, your small business, your farm, or your life, you can count on your local American National agent to make sure you get the discounts you deserve and the protection you need without paying for extras you don't. With American National, you get an ally, not just a web page. For a description of the American National companies, the products they write in the states in which they're licensed, visit AmericanNational.com slash dine. If you're like me, there are times when you want to feel like you're having a fancy cocktail, but you don't actually want the alcohol. So I love Kentucky 74 from Spiritless. It's a distilled, non-alcoholic spirit for your favorite bourbon cocktails, but with just 15 calories per serving and none of the guilt. You can pre-order your bottle today at spiritless.com. Use the promo code to dine for to get free shipping. Now back to our conversation. Why do you think Archie Bunker is one of the greatest sitcom characters of all time? Because Carol O'Connor was uh, a great actor and because uh, we were presenting a character that Americans had not seen before. Archie Bunker was a hard-working blue-collar man. He was also a bigot and a racist. His contentious relationship with his liberal son-in-law and his neighbor, George Jefferson, made for a lot of laughs and allowed Americans to see the character for who he was. I don't know how many hundreds, if not thousands of people over a great many years have said to me, you know, that was my father or my grandfather or my uncle or, you know. But we sat and watched that show and talked afterwards. It was almost like you were holding up a huge mirror to the American people and showing them what they had in their kitchen or in their living room. Yeah. yeah. And, and what was that? Was it someone that was bigoted? Was it someone that was beloved? Someone who was terrified of progress. Mm. Tire- wow, that's a very succinct way of saying that. Terrified of progress. Not born an evil man, not born a hater. Children aren't born haters. They're born pure, pure as can be, Mm -hmm. as was Archie Bunker. But he learned to be afraid of what was coming. He was comfortable with the past. That's why that opening song, and those were the days. Those were the days. So does it surprise you that it is still relevant decades? After you created no, because that our problems are still relevant and we haven't mm-hmm. solved them all. When you read the paper and you see the state of the world today, what do you think? I worry for my grandchildren and my children who don't yet have children. And uh, they could be the greatest people I know. 
What do you worry about most? Well, like their children. I worry about my country, the country I inherited. You know, I inherited the country that we had civics in public school. Mm -hmm. We were all taught what the Constitution meant. We were all taught that we were dedicated to equal rights for all. In 2001, you bought a copy of the Declaration of Independence. Who does that? Yeah. Why was it so important to you? Norman Lear is a man who cares deeply about politics. In 2004, he created a nonpartisan nonprofit to empower and encourage young people, 18 to 29 years old, to vote. Also, in 2001, he chose to purchase a copy of the Declaration of Independence and then take that copy on tour of all 50 states so the country could experience its birth certificate up close. The surprise of surprises was that it was being auctioned off on Sotheby's and anybody in the world anywhere could buy it. <laughs> it is <laughs> it, surprising, and actually. And it was. I love this. It was one of those that was printed the night of July 4th. They, they signed it. Wow. And this was the 12th mm -hmm. to exist in the world. And I thought of it printed that night. It was up my country's birth certificate. And we did. We traveled it to mm -hmm. 50 states. It took 10 years to get to 50 states, but it was glorious. But why was it so significant? I, I can understand it being a, a glorious experience, but why was it so significant to bring it to the American people and to show it to them? Well, I don't know how many times I was in where the line was around the block with whole families mm -hmm. waiting in line for an hour and 10 minutes mm -hmm. just to get a view of those words, mm -hmm. you know, the Declaration of Independence, equal rights, equal opportunity, those guarantees that are unique to America. It's wonderful to celebrate them and to be around people who care deeply, that deeply. Yes, and talk about it and then have another sip of the great soup. <laughs> the great pea soup. One may think after nearly 70 years in the business, he would be taking it easy. But that's just not Norman's style. In 2017, he approached Sony with an idea to reimagine his hit 70s series, One Day at a Time. Only this time with a Latino cast, featuring the legendary Rita Moreno. Upon its release, the Netflix remake was met with critical acclaim, an Emmy nod, and was named one of the best television shows of 2017. Uh, so it's been on my mind. And when a young guy I work with came to me and said, what about a Latino version of One Day at a Time? I said, okay. So here you are, here you sit at 95, as active as ever. When you think about all of the different hats that you have worn, what gives you the most pleasure? Uh, is it the writing? Is it the producing? Is it the directing? I think it is generally living. <laughs> you know, the fact of my life is, it has taken me 95 years, a number of months, weeks, days, hours, and minutes, just to get to sit opposite you and watch you chew. just to have said that, watch you laugh. Mm. So is living in the moment important or powerful and wonderful or what? And did it take you every bit of 95 years to get to that realization? No, I realized it some years ago. One of Norman's many projects is his podcast, 
This is Norman Lear. All of the above with Norman Lear. And this is your chance to hang out with Norman Lear a little bit. God, I wish I was you hanging out with Norman Lear. Yeah. <laughs> a series that he says takes listeners on an enlightening ride of conversation. Clearly one of Norman's favorite parts of life. With guests like Julia Louis-Dreyfus, Amy Poehler, and more, the series features the unique perspectives of celebrities, politicians, and everyday people. You are as busy as someone that's in their 20s in this industry. Why? Because I like what I do. Mm. I mean, I like being with people. I love this conversation. Mm. We don't need the cameras to have get a kick out of the conversation. Right. But it's nice for the cameras to give other people a kick if indeed there is one here. <laughs> there is for me. There is for me. So, so it, it's, just, it's in your blood. It's, it's who you've always been. You, you, don't, you don't get to be Norman Lear without someone with drive and ambition and waking up and go, go, go and wanting to do and create and achieve. Yeah. And but, you, you know, go, go, go has become a negative, mm. you know. Mm. And I don't view it as a negative. Right. I, you know, when something is over, the least little thing, the biggest thing, over, yeah. and we're on to next. Mm -hmm. I read an article where you talked about having a hot dog on a train was one of your favorite food moments. I know exactly the moment. Yeah. Isn't it? Sometimes it just comes down to how you feel, where you are, and something as simple as a hot dog. The bursting quality of the yes. skin. The snap. The snap. snap. Yeah. Yep. I bit into this hot dog. I'm alone on, in the dining car on this train, alone, I guess, because it's early. Okay. And, uh, and I remember thinking, it took us a couple of hours in Spain to ride to this hotel where the guy thought to be the best chef in the world had opened a restaurant. Wow. And, 11 other experiences like that in New York. I said, we're at the greatest restaurant. And I thought, it didn't top this. <laughs> this bite of this hot dog that burst in my, you know, with flavor in my mouth. It's not about the money. It, it's, it's not about, yeah, the reputation. Yeah, it's right. not about the menu. It's not about the money. No. It's about the moment. What a gift. Mm, what what a, a gift. You you're know? a gift. You are. Well, you're, we're, you're we're, we're, we're all gifts. Well, we have a little bit of a surprise for you because we know that you are celebrating yourself next month. Oh, my goodness. I'm An reading, early happy birthday. I'm reading happy and lucky. Happy and 96. lucky 96. And many it's hard. more. It's, it's, <laughs> it is so hard to believe 96. My goodness. I, I wonder if I have the strength Want me to help? The stamina should we do it together to blow out that candle <laughs> my god i know you do I, i'm working I have on confidence it. I'm, I, I'm, I am taking in my breath i'm really <laughs> nice after a delicious entertaining and meat-free meal norman and i go for a walk it's a small quiet park and the perfect place to sit down for a peaceful continuation of our conversation if you want to give anyone some advice uh, who wants to do what you have done, it's just starting their career, what advice would you give them? I would start with uh, go with your gut hmm. and stand up for yourself. 
you think you have a good idea, you got to know it's a good idea. Mm -hmm. Leave it in your heart and convince the other guy, but stick with it. Mm -hmm. And stand up for yourself. Yes. Well, I, you know, something I, we haven't talked about that I, I really like to talk about, Hollywood gets a bad rap, whether rightly or wrongly. And I feel like a lot of people end up very jaded in Hollywood. But you don't seem jaded in the least. Well, I haven't seen tomorrow yet, let alone next week and next month. How can you get jaded? Hmm. How can you get jaded? But what is it I about mean, your mindset that thinks that? So many people do. Norman, you have to have run across a, a jaded person or two. Well, no, no, I understand exactly what you're saying, but, but I'm, it isn't, that doesn't help me understand it. Hmm. I think maybe jaded people are not sufficiently open to seeing everything that's around them. Take a look at that tree. The camera ought to take a look at that tree. Take a look at that tree, mm -hmm. please. Mm -hmm. Isn't that... <laughs> magnificent. Isn't that magnificent, amazing? I don't know. I think I grew to a place where I really care to notice what's around me. Mm -hmm. You know? So, and the, among the things around me is Kate Sullivan. <laughs> How tough is that? <laughs> So here we are in Crescent Park. Here we are um, in Crescent Park. I'm going to ask a question that I know you've been asked before, but I think it's a relevant one. And that is, what do you want your legacy to be? My legacy to be? <laughs> uh, that he mattered. No, that he helped others understand they mattered. Helping them understand that uh, the reason the entire world is there uh, for them is because they opened their eyes that morning. And boom, everything was there. Would it be there if they didn't open their eyes? No. So, what a gift. What a place of deep gratitude you come from. Well, what a place of deep gratitude you led me to. <laughs> it isn't every day you get the chance to lunch with a living legend. With a career that has spanned nearly seven decades and a knack for storytelling that has touched the hearts and minds of families across America, it is clear that Norman's success comes from his desire to bring people together. From his decision to bring me to a restaurant that is dedicated to having people from all walks of life sit down for a meal, to his own pure love of conversation and comedy. Norman proudly approaches life with a real sense of gratitude and a belief that we are where we are because of every moment in life that has led us here. It's bad luck not to have a little bit of the cake. Norman, you're watching my waistline. Look at uh, how yeah. small this piece is. No, I'm not watching so much <laughs> watching your waistline. This is the smallest. Is this your piece or mine? <laughs> but I was intending it to be mine. This is the smallest piece of cake I've ever seen. <laughs> Not this small as that. <laughs> Thanks for listening to To Dine For The Podcast. For more information on the show, the guests, and the podcast, head to todinefortv.com. You can find us on Instagram at todinefortv and Facebook at todinefor with Kate Sullivan. Thanks to the sponsors of To Dine For The Podcast, American National and Spiritless. Special thank you to producer and sound editor John Golmer. To the loyal followers of this program, cheers, stay hungry, and stay inspired. I'll see you back at the table soon.
Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.